What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Queen of the Trap podcast. I'm your host, DJ K-Dev. And today, I'm here with a very special guest, Lyra Belli. How are you today? I don't know what the fuck it is, Lyra Belli, straight out of Brooklyn, New York, New York City. What the fuck is good? We out here, let's get it. Absolutely. What's going on? How's everything? Everything is You've good. been working, man. You've been really working. I see them projects been coming out. But uh, I'm so glad to have you on the Queen of the Trap podcast today, and I've been looking forward to interviewing you. But um, to start out with, so who is Lyravelli before you became an artist? Like, um, how did you grow up? Did you go to high school? Did you go to college? Did you play sports? I mean, um, I grew up, you know, in, in, in the ghetto, you know what I'm saying? I grew up, my, both of my parents in the crib, you know what I'm saying? But basically going outside, I was influence differently yeah you know what i'm saying once i started coming outside and just being involved in the things that was going on and different shit in school and getting into situations yeah like you know what i'm saying the shit got difficult shit got treacherous you know would you say so, that um things uh changed from because you're from brooklyn correct right so would you say that things changed um as you got older when it came when it comes to brooklyn and the environment i mean definitely you know what i'm saying i think I think it changes just in the experience and the amount of things that you can do and get into. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You just have more accessibility once you get older. Yeah. You can do more things, you know what I'm saying? You can just get into more shit, more trouble, more bullshit. Mm-hmm. More nonsense, we more all drama. do. So it's like, you know. Now, um, what kind of music did you listen to growing up? I was listening to like pop. I was listening to That's a lot my of, birthday twin, by the way. Yeah, definitely. I was listening to a lot of 50 G Unit, Eminem. Yep. Just, you know what I'm saying? A lot of Nas. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that you know started just really rapping. Just movement, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Those are some of my favorite artists as well. Now, um, who motivated you uh, as like rappers growing up? Like, what may, uh, who motivated you to want to rap? Um, who motivated me? That's a great question. I don't. I wouldn't even like, know. Who motivated you to want to be a rapper? Like, I don't think it was nobody specific. I think it was just, like, music was always, like, something that I was doing. You know what I'm saying? I was always, like, involved in music. My pops was always playing music. He always had a system, like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think that it was one artist by himself that influenced me. I think it was just everything, or hip-hop in general, was just, you know what I'm saying, influenced me, me listening to these guys. And at a young age, I knew that I wanted to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, like... So when did you start, like, writing and recording. I was probably like 10, 11 years old. Wow. Definitely started writing. I probably recorded my first song around that time too. Like, okay. You know, on a computer, I didn't really have much. Was... Now, what kind of music style um, would you say that you put out? Like, what is your style of music? Are you a rapper? Are you a singer? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I would call it a hybrid. Hybrid? You know, I'm both. You know, I, I rap and I sing. I'm able to do both really well. And I think that... Um, I'm, I'm a well-rounded individual, well-rounded artist as far as like things that I could do. I could probably get into like a lot of lanes. Yeah. But I would say the thing that like the most nostalgic thing for me that I like to do the most is like rapping. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. like, that's like my passion. You know, these other things are like other entities, like other sides of me. 
but like rapping is really like what I like to do. Absolutely. I mean, also being an artist in this industry, you have to be able to do different types of music. Like For you sure, can't you got to stick to one genre of music because not nah, because then they gonna put you then, in a box. Just then they just gonna be like, you're a straight rapper, you're a straight, you know, exactly, exactly. You do hip hop, so you have to be out of the box. Everybody's doing it, and then you gotta realize too that in the climate of music, it's like people get bored. So you gotta kind of yeah. give niggas different shit. They might want to hear you doing some auto tune on ones, and they might want to hear you rapping hard on some other shit. So you gotta kind of switch it up for people. But you know, like everybody that comes, like your core audience, those people will be the ones that know. Like, nah, he really be rapping. Like, he really Absolutely. about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Every every other thing is like, it's almost like it's it's appealing for everybody. Like mm -hmm. the singing is very appealing. Like. Music I is can, always you know, universal. It's yeah, gonna connect to it's, somebody. It's very appealing to people, you know what I'm saying? But the rapping is more like that's why I be trying to when I'm doing both, I'm like, nah, I gotta even in these hooks that I'm doing for people, like mm -hmm. I gotta be able to oh, when you hear these things, too. like I'm I'm really like talking like I'm really saying shit in it. I'm just not repeating words, it's just like I'm really like I was listening to your music in the car on the way here and what you um, listen to? I was listening the gods uh what is that? Gods something. Uh God something. No, God something. It's an old track, I guess. And then um, I was listening to you just uh, you forget your own music, damn. <laughs> I was trying to remember which one you told me. I didn't even write it down, yeah. but I was listening to it in the car, and I was like, oh, I really like this. Mm. And then the Gangsta Grills. Mm. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. And then also I was listening to the Uncle Murder, which I actually played in the strip club for you the other day. Actually, Uncle Murder is one of my favorite people, and I wanted to ask you. People? One of my, one of my favorite people out of the New York. Shout uh, out to Murder, man. He is great. He's funny as fuck, too. He's funny as shit. He knows that I know every single one of his songs. I could rap every single one Which of his songs. Which ones you know? I know every one of them. I got shooters out in Brooklyn. I like to change, so I took it. All the cocaine, about to cook it. The police cook it. Yo. I can do them. Oh, He's gonna repost you for saying that. Uncle Murder knows. I met him already. <laughs> I met him actually. That's uh, how you get down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I fucked it. I'm the queen of the trap. I love all that raunchy shit. So, oh, like, definitely. I mean, I listen to everything. Like I said, music is universal. So, it's going to touch somebody one way or another. Even if it's like. And I, and I, I can't stress this enough. They want to get rid of the drill music right now. They are like trying to get rid of drill and I'm like you can't really do that though you can't and it's not it's not always about like what people are saying in the music if somebody else might take the music another way like me I've never done drugs like that or anything but I love trap music and I love listening to the things like that and it has always motivated me to go out and want to do things like get up and go to work and stuff like that so your music touches people in a different way too so that's why I was you know asking you um, what kind of music you portray because you know a lot of people in this industry they want to get rid of that drill they want to get rid of the gang violence music and all of that stuff but I, I feel like I don't we don't need to be doing that because at the same time not everybody takes that music the same I mean, way it, it just for me it just kind of bothers me that somebody thinks that they could take something away from somebody that like we created this out of the struggle like we created this out of like you feel me we created this out of like like out of the situations that we that we that we that we was in yeah like, 
none of us wanted to be in these situations. You know what I'm saying? How, how can you take away from something that... You know what I'm saying? How are you going to tell somebody not to tell their you can't, story? You can't stop that. I don't care. I don't care what the mayor say. I don't care what none of these guys are saying. You can't stop drill music or you can't stop. I think that, you know what I'm saying, the, the bigger picture is look what's going on in Russia right now. Yeah. It's war going on. Same thing that's been going on in Chicago though for all this time. It's been the highest, you know what I'm saying, the, the murder murder rate's been the same. But it's, mm -hmm. it's why. Why is this happening? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? They allow the things to happen that benefit them. So if it makes them profits and it makes them money, they're going to allow it to happen. And now that they're saying, oh, they want to stop drill, like, the mayor is a clown for that. He's on some clown shit. I don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's weirdo. And it's like, it's, it's also like, you know, this this is an outlet for these kids. Like, yeah. how how you going to say you're going to take that away? Like, so you want to take away the only outlet that they have. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I that's not going to stop the killing. That's not going to stop niggas from killing each other and doing shit to each other. Thank you. That's what so I keep like, saying. Fuck, that. fuck the mayor. Fuck anybody who's saying they're going to stop any type We're of still going to be nigga. putting fuck out fire music. music. So, and we're still going to be playing fire music. Mm -hmm. No, nah, it's, it's like it's, it's, every time we get to a certain place, they always want to take it away. Like, what are you taking away, bro? You don't own this. You exactly. can't take it away. This shit is inside us. Like, and if you, you don't fuck with us, then you don't fuck with us. Then you don't listen to the music and you go about your day. Like, we're still going to put out what we want because we're people and we have a story it's, to tell. It's, and it's, it's, it's more than that. It's more about just, you know, giving 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 people an option. Like, nobody, like, in, in, these, in these trenches that we in all the time, there's no options. Mm -hmm. So if this is one option, if music is a way for somebody to, like, escape what, the, what they got going on, it's like... You want to take that away. We Now I get it. You want to take it away because you want to put them right in the system. Mm -hmm. You want to put them right back in jail. You take yep. that away, they're one outlet. Then you know what's coming with that. You know what I'm saying? But they want to take it away because they see that these little kids, they're getting a big platform mm -hmm. off of it. YouTube, Nick, it's popping. The, all the drill rappers on they YouTube, said that the, they look, popping, bro. Like That's what they said the other day. They're going to start ripping on. it off YouTube and stuff on, like you that. that. You can't do that. You can't do that. And I even wrote on one of those posts. I was like, Psh, you could still tune into the Queen of the Trap podcast because I'm still going to be playing what I want to play. You ain't going to stop that. me. The internet is a free world. You can't take that away. Exactly. Everybody got a freedom of expression. So it's like, you know, it's like they're trying to be dictators out here, man. We got to mm -hmm. see what's going on and we got to see it early. You can't can't control that you can't i think in order for in order for people to really like um have a say in that like why don't you try something else yeah. why don't be you try to, why don't you really why don't you really try to be active in the community let's say the mayor mayor adams like why don't you try to build some community outreach programs that teaches little kids how to record like teaches them how to be engineers let's try to go about it a different way instead of saying let's take it away from them how about you say let's build a studio in brooklyn that all the drill rappers could come to and here's no beef no nothing like let's do something let's figure something else like everybody you feel me they want to take away all our options because they want to put us right back where they where they want us like yeah we ain't gonna allow it though but um so what is a normal day today for you like what do you wake up and do
you know, the music kind of comes automatic for us artists, but, yeah. you know, we kind of be missing out on certain things that we don't have, like, we don't got people thinking about marketing, we don't got this person mm -hmm. thinking about your merch or this person doing that, so it's like, you know, now that the music is like on overdrive, but we could go in there, we could make good records, we already got that, now we need all these other things, all yep. these other entities to, like, it's hard. You have to have a team the music, behind you to help you keep sure. doing all Definitely. of that stuff. Absolutely. Definitely. Now, um, what was the first single you had ever put out? Ever? Ever. Do you remember? If you don't remember, it's okay. First song I ever recorded was called, um, it was like an Eminem remix. Ooh! The song he did was the that was called, my first love, by the way. It was called uh, No Apologies. Ooh. I remember that song. What uh, instrumental did you use? That's what that instrumental. Oh, and that no instrumental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I I'm going to have to go listen to it because... Yeah. That's the first That was like the first song I ever recorded. So, you enjoyed the Super Bowl then, seeing uh, yeah, the halftime yeah, show yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that? Legendary, legendary. Oh, so I Dr. Iconic. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick, Snoop, you know what I'm saying? 50 legendary artists. Absolutely, and a lot of them. 50's from New York. Have you got to work with him yet? Um, Not yet. I've done something with him, but it was like I was in a video. I was in the, actually... You know, they don't fuck with him no more, but I was like in the Young Buck video a few years ago. Oh. And 50 was directing, and I was in the video and shit. They put me in that shit. Oh, I'm gonna have to up. go. I was look drunk that and shit in I'm gonna have to go look that up. Yeah. So, how do you think that you personally, how did your music career take off? How would you say? Like, was it a single that got you out here and noticed? Um, uh, what, uh, to you, like, what? how do you think that your career took off as uh, far as an artist? I think that it just happened through a bunch of steps, like a bunch of me working and just small doors opening. A lot of times a door opens and I'm walking through it and I'm getting blessings and now another door opens and another yep. door. So I think it's just been a lot of those like situations. I don't think that one thing has like blew me like, oh, it's popping now. It's like yeah. all of these little small things will add up to that, you know? So yeah. if I, can't, I can't pinpoint one thing that did it, but it's been a lot of different opportunities that I've you know, been able to be a part of, and they've been, I've been blessed. Absolutely. Well, speaking of blessings, I was blessed enough to come to one of your video shoots, which was the Lobby Boys. Okay. Now, you um, did a shoot with Jim Jones and Mino, right. and shout out to Street Heat, because Street Heat is a Long Island native, so okay. I want to shout out Street Heat, because they shot that video. Right. So, shout out to Will C and that whole team. But yeah, that, yeah he, he's dope with that. He's he is a man. I gotta tell you, that was the first time I experienced a Will C production, Street E production, and I gotta tell you, seeing all those cranes and the fire and him literally shutting down New York City for you guys was the dopest thing I've ever seen. Like, I have not seen, I've not been to a video that above and beyond, and it was cool yeah, um, to see that you guys did that. Definitely, and the, and the, and the end result came out fire too. Oh the my god, go watch it. Right go now. watch the Lobby Boys. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because when I pulled up there, you were the first person I actually had a conversation with, but I didn't even know he was the artist. Like okay. you were by the, um, you were by the car. And then, like, you walked over to me, and then there was that other guy there, and we just started having a conversation. And even so though my maid, maid was there? Uh, I think so. He was the photographer. So. Oh, um, Tim, Tim, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was, uh, he's got a little accent or something. Yeah. yeah. So us three were talking, and I just thought you were one of the people, like, hanging around at the shoot. Yeah, I didn't even right. know you were one of the artists. That's all right. So it's, like that. That's, that's better. I like it better that way, actually. That's Because now I mean. you don't have no expectation. I could have been, came up, came up to you and been like, yeah, I'm an artist, ah, ah. 
now you yeah. got an expectation in me of what you expect now. Exactly. When you found out I was an artist, it just fit better. Like, you're like, oh, he was an artist. I'm he like, you better send me like, some music, mister. Like, yeah, I'll be playing your stuff. And I have been playing your stuff. Appreciate it. But um, my question is, how did you um, link up with Jim Jones and Mano? Um, I've been working with Mano for a long time. I've known Jim for a long time, too. I probably, I, I worked with, with Jim, like, 2012. Oh, he had wow. a studio in Oakland, Manhattan, on 20th Street. And then, um... Man, I've just been locked in with him since like 2015 and just been engineering. Yeah, I saw you guys had a couple just of projects. Doing a, you know what I'm saying? I've been mixing mixing projects down, you know? Mm-hmm. Mano is really one of them guys that I've seen like really put it in and it really like showed me like this is the work that, that I ha- gotta have. Like every time I come in the studio, I gotta have these certain amount of things yeah. done. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think he he's somebody, he, he doesn't he doesn't drink like that. He don't no. smoke. So he's really focused. And when he go in the studio, he don't really have no distractions. So I've seen him work for a lot of years and yeah. I've been helped put together projects, been on hooks and done a lot of shit, like, definitely Mano's my guy, but, yeah, basically through Mano, like, it's the same thing, like, he would just tell me to pull up to the studio, Yeah. you know, let's say, like, six, seven months ago, eight months ago, like, he was just telling me to pull up, it wasn't like, he's such a nice we knew he was working on a project, but it wasn't like what it is now, like, how people see it, you know what I'm saying, they making moves, it's like, it's happening, Yeah. so it's like, but back then, we was just creating, you know, I think it's just like that, like, I'm pulling up and just getting on shit. You guys were, like, from around the same areas, like that, how you linked up, like, how did you get in contact with them? I was working at a, I mean, he's from Best Town, I'm from, I'm from Crown Heights, Okay. Not, not far off, like, I walked down the block and it's a style, like, yeah, but, um, I linked with him through one of my homies, his name is Rel. Okay. You know, I was working at a studio, and then he just, I was working in another room, and bro just seen me, like, hustling, like, yeah. sleeping outside, just, like, bro, just working hard, and then he, he told me, he was like, I'm gonna bring you in, you know, and that's what he did, he brought me in, and then from there, me and Mano been tapped in. And that's sure. awesome, and that's, like, a blessing in itself right there, because, I, I mean, I grew up on Mano, I'm sure you grew up on him, Definitely. so, like, being in the studio with, like, one of your idols, or somebody you grew up, like, how's that feel? Like, you like being in the environment with them? Like, no, it's crazy because I, I remember being young and just on my walls. I used to have a lot of pictures of like different artists and like studios that I wanted to be at. Like, I was recording out of my mom's closet. Like, and I just remember having a wall full of And I got pictures of it still. And one of the one of the um, pictures was Mano, like, if tomorrow never comes, like his first album. Yeah. His first album was up there. And I just, I remember seeing that picture and I'm like, yo, that's crazy that it happened full circle. Like, Without me even, like, you feel me? That's not something that I thought about. Like, yeah, this is what I'm trying to set out to do is, like, work with bro. It's, it like, just shit just happens. So, Blessings. you know, I, I, I think that's how life works. And, you know, once you once you put something out there, like, I had dreams and visions of being in big studios and doing things. And now we're in those places. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now that I know that, it's, like, at one time I seen a finish line somewhere. Now I know that it's a little bit further. Now yeah. I know that there's more things that we can accomplish. There is never a finish line you know when it comes to this stuff. We got to keep going no, and just keep going above and beyond. Because they expect that from us, so we just got to keep putting, applying the pressure and putting out that fire, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, he's been putting out fire project after project after project. But um, now, being in this industry, there's a lot of good things and there's a lot of bad things. If there was something you could change about this industry, what would it be? And why? Man, just all all the fake shit. All the shit that people do for attention. Mm-hmm. Like, I would take that away. Yeah. I think that, you know, Fab said it, you know, attention is m- more like 
the root of all evil or some shit. And it is now. You know, so they said money at one time. Now it's attention. It's like everybody just wants that. Everybody just wants to be glorified. Everybody wants to be liked. Yeah. Everybody wants to be accepted. You feel me? And it's like, it almost speaks on like... Everybody wants the fame. It almost speaks on everybody's character. Like, it almost speaks on like what type of character you have if you need like um this acceptance for you to be yourself. Like, what if, yeah. what if Instagram didn't exist and Facebook? Like, would you still be doing the same things? True. What if YouTube didn't exist? Like, would you still be on the same path, or would your path be different? So it's like I think I would take that away. All the fake shit, all the all the shit that niggas do for attention, and all the bitch mm -hmm. shit. Like, just take all that it's shit away and just just, just be be a world full of real niggas, man. Everybody yeah. else could die to fuck off. Absolutely, no, absolutely. Now how many projects that I have out? Mm -hmm. You mean do that research? I, I, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you. <laughs> I got a you few. should know. I, I, I can't keep counting anymore. <laughs> all right. I definitely can't keep counting. I got a few like. What do you have out right now that we said the um we said the gangsta girls right what it was coming up you saying uh, we have well some projects that you have out right now so you have the gangsta girls um you have the you were on uncle murders right um do you have any mixtapes out yeah, yeah like those 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 songs are not my projects those are like other people's projects and i'm just featured on songs oh okay but when it's like my own records like that's what i was gonna get i have to like you know definitely i got a, i got a few projects out right now the last project i dropped was called no limit you yes. know what I'm saying? It's, okay. it's on all streaming platforms and all that in the next one. Um, I got a single out now um, called um, As the World Goes Round. Yeah. And I'm working on, about, like to drop a, drop, about to drop a project. I don't drop mixtapes. What, okay. we, what we doing over here, we dropping projects and we doing albums. Like, okay. We're not working on no mixtapes, you know what I'm saying? Well, soon I as you might start put saying you that, on some mixtapes. Soon, soon as you start saying that, the label don't want to pay you. The label going to say, nah, nah, we're not doing that. We're working yeah. on projects and albums. And that's how we're going to treat everything, like... Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Absolutely. Now, um, do you have any other business ventures going on aside from music, like clothing brands? Um. Yeah, definitely. We're working on a clothing brand, RTF Clothing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We got we got the bros got their own clothing brand. My boy, Mr. Headtap, he got he got his own thing, OFTV AR. He got his own clothing brand as well. So we, we just, we, we you know what I'm saying? Definitely, we working on all the... Anything you can get our hands on, you know what I'm saying? If it's merch, if it's acting, if it's whatever, we're going to do it and get yes, into it. Absolutely. I think we're going to excel because that's, that's what we put here to do. Like, yeah. For real, for real. Like, that's what I'm put here to do. I'm put here to excel. Like, if this shit ain't meant to kill me, then I'm going to survive it. Absolutely. I'm the same way sure. with that. Now, if there were three people watching right now that you could work with and they saw this interview, who would those three people be that you've not got to work with yet? Yeah, Dr. Dre, uh -huh. Timberland, and, and Pharrell, I'll focus on. Okay. As far as producers, you're talking yeah. about like work, like that's what I'm thinking about. Like, How about um artists? Any artists that you... Shit, just my niggas, man. Free my nigga Millie Stacks. I would love to do a song with him. You know what I'm saying? Just my niggas, the people that, that's in my corner. So really, right now, that's, that's the people I want to do music with. If anybody else, anything else happens, and I'm, I'm with it. But you know what I'm saying? Right now, that's what I'm focused on. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's next for you? Where do you see yourself in the next five, ten years? Shit, I see myself taking this whole thing over. Like, you gonna still be you know in New York? You gonna move out of state? Um, I don't know. Out Whatever. of country? I don't know yet. I think you know America's where it's at right now. You know, my man Genghis Donnie's in Africa. He's like that's where it's at. So I might take a trip to Africa and see something different over there and just experience life differently. Go do I don't a know show yet. Over there. But I don't really. I don't really. You know, I live, I live my life like day to day. Like I'm not 
I know that the only thing that I got is right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Besides yesterday or what happening in the future, I can't see those things. Those things are not even here yet. Yeah. So it's like I'm it just focused on right now. And like right now, I'm like five, ten years from now, that plan that we, we building right now is going to set us up to be able to be a, a, a force, like a QC or like yes. one of these labels. Like that's really what I see happening. That would be dope. Sure. That would definitely be dope. Projects dropping. Absolutely. Everybody is dropping projects. Everybody on my team is dropping projects. Y'all, y'all, better stop playing, bro. I swear to God, like not this that is playing about don't know different. already, but where? Tell everybody where they could find you. Um, what outlets you're on? Your new project. Y'all can, can find me wherever, everywhere. wherever it's popping at. Wherever you listen to music or download music or stream music or download it illegally. I'm, I'm, on, all, <laughs> I'm on all them sites. You can, you can find the mixtapes on the blocks. You heard niggas got the mixtapes right now. The CDs still outside. They got yep. my shit out there. I swear. And if you're a DJ, <laughs> they're all in the record pools. Trust me, I got them all. Acapella. Now you can find me at um, lyrivelli.com. No, L Y R I V E double L I dot com. Lyrivelli.com. Lyrivelli everything. YouTube. Instagram, Facebook, wherever you do your dirty work. Wherever you do your dirty work. And I'm DJ K Dub, and this is the Queen of the Trap podcast. And New York City, New York, what's good? We out. We out. Yay!